0: hey look at that
1: yeah yeah what are we looking at
0: 803 on the nose (laughs) boom Boom, baby (laughs) boom baby well said tonight john well said (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. Episode 222, your once week live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm John. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining us on this Wednesday night or in podcast form over on Anchor.fm or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. If you've never seen the show before, we talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, pop culture, entertainment, Star Trek... <laughs> We read all Super Chats on the air so long as they will not permanently demonetize the channel. We will be drinking alcohol on the show and if you're drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know (laughs) in the chat and we will give some early show shoutouts as we go along. Last but not least, if you'd like to take part in the super-secret chat and the even more super-secret after-party, think about joining the Patreon. Link is down in the video description. As a bonus, you'll get exclusive access to the Discord server, where you can chat with myself, John, Rhett, Steve, all the hosts from Talking Heads, and take part in the awesome community that hangs out over there. Yeah. I did that intro while cutting a lime.
1: (laughs) A lime, huh? (laughs) Mm, got something special
0: i'm saved by the buoyancy of citrus
1: (laughs) the lines
0: (laughs) nope actually i'm doing uh some mocktails and and craft sodas this week uh because uh i've i've had a little bit of pain uh like right along my rib cage and uh went actually had to go and see the doctor and they think it's just like a really bad pulled muscle uh but i'm on some serious like anti-inflammatory medications and whatnot and they said no alcohol for at least a week maybe two so does
1: it say no alcohol or does it say alcohol will uh affect the use of this drug or enhance the the use of this drug see that just sounds enticing (laughs) it's like enhances all right what (laughs) else have they been keeping from me (laughs) Are you like putting a, a rack on your a new server in your rack you're like oh yeah. there is it? Yep, yep. Something
0: so like I am abiding by doctor's orders this week and taking it easy. And uh, uh we're we're doing some uh some mocktails. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. I, I was actually even before uh all of this, um I was even thinking it's like, you know, I was debating I cause I have some uh Lognita's, uh unfiltered uh brown sugar uh-huh. and then i just bought a bottle of the bigfoot barley wine you know both these bottles are like 10 percent or more and i was like yeah. i i could do double double beer big beers on the show yeah and then i was like i don't really want to yeah <laughs> i, I kind of wanted to go light today yeah so uh, i went with some some lighter stuff i'm actually gonna do a cider today nice uh, and then a, um, Watermelon gose nice. later.
0: Uh, I am going with my favorite, favorite non-alcoholic beverage. And that is a 50-50 Cranberry and Ginger Beer with a little bit of lime. Oh, well, that sounds good. It is... Uh, I used to have this every day at work. Like, this would be my drink at lunch. Uh, it's fantastic it's bubbly it's got a little bit of a bite to it it's just freaking delicious so
1: what uh what ginger beer are you using uh,
0: i'm using fever tree tonight uh it was it was this or cock and bull uh i've I've also got that in the fridge um been digging a lot on fever tree lately um i've I've been doing a lot of their tonics and whatnot Uh, but uh yeah it's fantastic nice
1: i am going to have today uh Martin House Brewing's Watermelon Salty Lady Gose. So it's uh, supposed to taste like um, salted watermelon taffy. Nice. But only coming in at 5%, so kind of a a light one.
0: Novella Hub says, Jeff, have you been lifting some heavy new servers? Um, Servers, no uh tough call don't make out uh or tc don't mix alcohol with pills kids exactly (laughs) skull says enhance (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh nsaids and uh and alcohol do not mix yep uh i'm on a thousand mils of naproxen two times a day um and uh doing that for at least a week to see if we can get this flared muscle back under control because it's like pushing on one of my ribs and it's not like the most intense pain ever but it's just this constant pain that, yeah. that flares up and goes back down um yeah
1: yeah I've had stuff like that those are never fun yep I hate when that happens yep. let's see we got a couple people I saw doing some uh, uh Matty Dew is drinking?
0: sipping on a uh hibiscus LaCroix ooh Interesting. Uh, East Coast Mod says hello from New Hampshire and cheers to you both. Hello, good sir. Good to see you in the chat here. Uh, Quark Solution has uh, Knob Creek Rye, Angostura Bitter, and a Big Ice Cube. It's going to be a fun night. Ooh, that sounds Ooh, fantastic. Very good. Uh, Novella Hub, Phase 3 Brewing, Double Strawberry Chantilly, uh, Milkshake IPA, 9% from Lake Zurich, hey. Illinois.
1: Nice. Dom is having a Voodoo Ranger Hoppy Pack. They're experimental number 6 and Starship number 7 for later.
0: Nice. Oh, let's see. RSP's got a tequila sour. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Uh, uh oh, Jason, uh has got an Old Rasputin.
1: Oh, nice. Good Very stuff. good. We got Benjamin has a Kentucky Mule with
0: pineapple juice
1: with bull of rye.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, Big Sky's got a Kettle House Shandy, uh, New England style, 7%. No.
1: Oh. A Shandy at 7%. Ooh, that could be dangerous.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and first super chat has come in. Uh, Hartley sent over $5 and this is a bit of a somber note. Uh I just today gave away a 14 year run of Bigfoot 09 through 22. John would like to know your location right now.
1: <laughs> I mean I I have I'm I'm 2 years off of that. I have yeah. an 11 through 22. Uh but I, I could actually it's funny I drank my 9. Oh, did you? <laughs> I drank my nine for a review because I needed it.
0: Yeah. Um. Um, so, Harley, I feel you on this one because uh, I've gone through a number of Bigfoots. I- I've had a-, a fair number of them. Uh, in 2020, late 2020, Sierra Nevada offered a Bigfoot collection. Uh, they sold it for $60 off their website because they got approval to be able to ship, direct, ship alcohol directly from online sales because of the pandemic which was fantastic and they decided to clear out some seller space and so you spend $60 they send you 8 bottles of Bigfoot from random years between 13 and 20 or 13 and 19 I think it was uh, I ordered two of those boxes <laughs> they were delivered to my mailbox and then I never got them so $180 of Bigfoot's just.
1: Oh. Yep. yep. That stinks, yep. yeah.
0: Well, but yeah, guess, I guess curious... who shipped it?
1: <laughs> was it FedEx?
0: <laughs> By chance it was.
1: Oh, now just after that, all of your packages are being late. Right they're stifling through them yeah. why are my boxes reopened
0: this guy always gets
1: ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir broken the mail sorry we had to confiscate it was dripping out the side so we had to take everything else with it well oh, what what does he mean give away i i don't know I, like i'm not sure uh, did, did you did you sell it uh were you forced to give it away as payment what no yeah. <laughs> Did they all get spoiled? Even if they got spoiled, I would have less, you know, like left out. In the sun. Just keep the bottle seal, sealed.
0: Zach's Tech Turf. Evening, gents. Good evening, good sir. Good to see you here. Uh, the net guy uh, also chimes in. Betty White called. John, she wants her chair back. <laughs>
1: yeah, he put some pictures in the Discord. <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, Rev says, my regular delivery guy must have the worst hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably man I I lose more stuff and get more stuff delayed from FedEx than I could possibly count at this point. like for a while I was keeping track. Uh, now I like, just keep man. track of the packages that have arrived on time, which is still a weird metric to keep uh, and I think in the month of January they were one.
1: Oh, that's not good
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that, uh, well, are finally cheap enough. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you going with this one? <laughs> I was trying to find a segue as I was talking and it just didn't work.
1: I know. I was like, okay, speaking of, I was like, okay, okay, he's going. He's going, he's going, he's getting he's into going. the news. All like, right. Wh- wait, what?
0: <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> speaking of tech. Speaking of, Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You came here for tech, right? We've got tech. Oh, we've got tech. Tech is in the news even. Uh, Speaking of things that are very expensive, uh, uh, John, have you ever looked at uh, cameras that require CF Express cards?
1: You know, actually, I have. I was uh, looking at some before I bought this one, Uh and um, it was just... The problem was, uh, there's just so... Expensive, right? They're super fast. Um, and at the same time, too, is moderately they over, fast, a, they're moderately well, fast. Okay, they're faster than my SSD, uh, uh my, my SD card. Sorry. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, they are, they are they're, markedly they're fast, faster than SD cards.
1: They're faster than my SD card. However, I was looking at the storage capacity also of these and it was like, I couldn't shoot more than one video on these things.
0: No, not for even. For my close.
1: budget, for my budget. Yeah. I mean, I can go, you know, spend a lot of. So, and then it was like, well, I can go buy some glass and, and a nice camera and I'll have a big SD card. This all worked out for me just fine.
0: Uh, so, to put some context into this, okay, uh, a 140 or 128 gigabyte con- uh, CF Express. Card on Amazon right now runs between 140 and 220 dollars for 128 gigs.
1: Yeah, you're basically paying a buck a gig.
0: At the low end, you're paying yeah, at a, the low. Yeah. Uh where I'm from, we start measuring in dollars per terabyte. Yeah. Uh yeah, they're they're still measuring in dollars per gigabyte, and they're above whole numbers still for that uh it is ridiculous how expensive cx cf express cards are especially because cf express is just sata 3 there's nothing weird about cf express uh you know compact flash the the old digital camera cards that you used uh those were based off laptop peta interfaces uh just a slightly smaller pin stack and so you can get passive adapters to plug laptop or to plug compact flash cards into IDE slots on motherboards. It's a very common thing uh, to see on uh, thin client and laptop builds and like old iBook G4s and things like that that you want to yeah. keep running to just run a compact flash card instead of going out and trying to find an ATA uh, solid state drive. CF Express is just the SATA standard. The SATA three standard, uh, which is six gigabit per second, uh, it's the same interface, and so there's n- absolutely no reason in the world for CF Express to be as expensive as it is. Uh, oh yeah,
1: isn't it just like the pins? Aren't there like three pins or something like that?
0: Um, it 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 has like a mini SATA interface on it. So yeah, so you know like- so you know the back of a. Uh, uh, SATA drive is the little short one for the data and the longer yeah. one for the power. Uh, there's yeah. also a compact SATA, uh, which you sometimes see in uh, mobile uh, CD and DVD drives. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the it's a shorter power rail and and the same power or er, and the same data cable. Uh, CF Express uses something that's just like slightly wider than the mini SATA connector for a laptop drive. Okay. Uh. It's nothing exotic. It's nothing weird. Uh, and for some reason, no one's ever really released a low cost alternative to it until now. Uh, so, a company called Syntech has released an M.2 2230 SSD adapter uh, that will slide inside of a CF Express housing that is 100% compatible with CF Express requiring uh, cameras. Which is a fantastic turn of events, because an M2230 500 gig drive is $100. Oh, yeah. I've bought a couple of them. I I have one in a uh, a GPD Win 2 handheld. Uh, I bought a 500 gig M.2 2230.
1: Yeah, you can get you can get those drives even cheaper. Well, for the space wise, uh, I bet if you looked on Amazon, probably like seventy five bucks or sixty bucks for a smaller gig mount. Yeah, um, they're they're not expensive for um, you know upgrading your little hard drive or having a. A lot of people buy buy them just for their boot drive. You know, you put like yeah. a two hundred fifty gig boot drive, and then you have something else. Mm-hmm. You know, for a little cheap computer, right? Uh, yeah, and like you were saying, they are charged by like the fraction of a penny or a fraction of a cent per gig uh this is ridiculous I I I didn't think these cards were this much still because when I was looking at cameras it was a while ago uh for stuff like this uh that's this is stupid <laughs> why would someone pay this I mean it's a cool adapter and I'm it almost seems like someone just was like I'm just gonna 3d print something. <laughs> and it worked and like why didn't anybody else do this i'll well i'll make money then sure throw it out there i hope you i, I don't know how much of a market is still out there for those type oh of for cf express it's huge yeah uh,
0: Good, really uh, uh especially if you get into the the mid-range video market yeah uh so uh you know our a lot of my cameras still record on sd cards and, and things like that uh my ZCam e2 which is my my primary camera here in the studio uh its internal memory is a cf express card uh i oh. record directly to a usb c ssd uh because it was so much flippin cheaper and it's basically the same type of adapter mine's in a samsung t5 case uh but I have a little carrier on the side of my camera. I slide a, an SSD cartridge up into it. It connects to a USB-C cable, and then I tighten it down, and it holds it in like it's part of the camera. And it runs fantastically. Uh, I've never used the compact uh, the the CF Express slot ever on this camera Wait, because what? What? because the, the right speed. Uh, the write speed on my drives is something like 500 megabytes per second. Oh, okay. Which okay. there's no limitation for recording media on the codecs that I can record on the USB SSD versus the CF Express. It, it's all the same. Uh, and so, why would I spend $150, $200 on a 128 gig uh, CF Express when I could buy a 500 gig SSD? or two of them for 80 bucks a piece, <laughs> slide yeah. them onto the side of the camera. Like I, I did all of my store. I have a terabyte of storage or I, uh, two different times I bought a terabyte of storage. So two 500 gig drives. I have four of them right now that I have on rotation. And that has bought me what about 256 gigs of CF express would have cost me. <laughs>
1: So, basically, CFX is a dollar a gig, you're paying 25 cents a gig, mm-hmm. essentially, for greater write speed. Yeah. <laughs> and all you really, well, and then all you really had to do is probably buy, what, maybe a $40 adapter to hook to the side of the camera?
0: No, it's not even that. It was literally oh. a piece for my camera cage, which was 20 bucks. Oh. It was $19 <laughs> for, the, for the holder for the T5 drive. Uh, and then I think the cable came with the camera cage because so many people used it. They just went, yeah, here's the C cable. Just go for it. And it's a nice <laughs> C cable. It actually has, uh, a, a, a locking lug on it, uh, oh, that, cool. that locks both into the camera body and onto the adapter. And so when you slide it in, it, it just connects and everything works. There's no like fiddling with cables and trying to plug things in or anything like that. Oh, so, nice. and the cable was like 15 bucks if you wanted to buy it separately yeah
1: <laughs> well this is cool though because i mean the people that have these type of cameras now um that are finding the limitations um hopefully they'll see this you know this is actually really cool yeah. uh for a camera aspect for a memory storage aspect uh, i don't know because this really wouldn't be used for what was that did you hear that huh no eh, i heard a voice Kind of like remember when uh, a long time ago someone was talking through the discord or the <laughs> youtube channel it sounded just like that
0: no nope, uh not hearing it on my end I, no no more voices than usual uh,
1: <laughs> just the three just the three of us right <laughs> um but i don't know what this would be used for other than photography because these type of chips that's pretty much their primary use so like you were saying the SD or the the chips that we can go and swap them out for, right? They're just so much cheaper on Amazon, yeah. Or you know wherever you want to buy your electronics from, yeah,
0: yeah. The the CF Express is primarily used as a video recording medium. Uh, you'll find it on uh, I was going to say Red cameras, but no, you won't. You have to use Red mini mags. Um, you'll find it on uh, the Z Cam line of cameras. Uh, most of their uh, basically the Z Cam E two and higher. Uh, use Cf Express uh there's the sony uh sony r4 and the r7s3 uh, the sony fx3 uh, and i believe uh canon cinema lines as well so the uh the eos c200 and c400 and, and cameras like that uh they all use CF express for internal storage now they also have an SD card but you're limited uh, on what codecs you can use when you're using yeah. a SD card, uh, and ZCam is one of the only cameras that allows you to record out via USB-C. That and uh, Blackmagic, oh. uh, the Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema.
1: Yeah. So I guess yeah, it, then this is uh, for photography. This is really cool for people doing photography yeah. or,
0: or filming, videography, especially. cinematography, videography. Exactly. Yeah,
1: for um, all those YouTube channels that are trying to make series and whatnot, this will actually be really good for them because. Mm-hmm they can spend twice as long shooting probably because they'll have more data to to play with and they won't be breaking their budget so they won't have to go and spend you know five six hundred dollars on 128 gig well actually it'd be more like that'd be about 500 gig uh sb uh, sdb card or cfe
0: card yeah I always want to say compact flash because that's what the standard started as was compact flash and now they just call it CF express but it's compact flash express but no one uh. but no one knows what you're talking about if you say compact flash express stupid ah <laughs> uh. Uh someone chimed in. Hold hold up, hold up, hold I up. I thought we
1: missed like one or two super chats too.
0: Uh yes we did. That's what I was scrolling back up for. Missed one. Uh Tech Geek one $10. Uh thank you by the way. Uh, I'm lucky enough that UPS delivers most of my packages. I know our delivery guy by name and he does a wonderful job at delivering and sometimes hiding packages from prying eyes. That is awesome. Uh uh most of my delivery guys at least here at my house um are pretty darn good uh they i have an area that i kind of try to filter the packages over to and most of them have kind of figured that out uh because you can't really see it from the street but like if you walk onto my porch and then look to the right you'll kind of see this little landing zone for them uh which is nice uh and then we do have some who don't care too i've never seen one of the the flying packages like He gets out of the truck and drop kicks it or crap like that. Uh, But yeah, the the main problem that I have is uh, the aforementioned shipping company uh, to my commercial site uh, that I receive packages at. They have been awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we, uh, because my wife deals with a lot of shipping stuff. um, We actually got to the point to where we start even leaving like uh, we have two bins of uh, snacks and and water or something like that <laughs> nice. for them. So uh, after after like a couple months of that, they are like, "Oh, this is the cool house." Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll treat them good and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, we also have a you know a camera. Right. <laughs> so, so they're like, "Thank you." They wave.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jonathan is uh, good morning from the UK. Got up to watch you uh, to watch. Thanks for your efforts mm-hmm. and have a good day. Thank you, Jonathan. Hey. My day's oh, almost wait. over, but. I do appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> I'll have a good one tomorrow for you. How's that? <laughs> uh, we still know who you're talking about, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, moving right along. So, how's your uh, how's your your drink going? I like it. It's it's. Um... It's like
1: not as sweet as a Jolly Rancher watermelon uh, candy. Well, uh, I but certainly hope that... not in
0: liquid form. No, no, that, <laughs> that was, would be so you know
1: you know, it has that watermelon candy flavor to it. Yeah. Uh like a sour watermelon. Um, but with a little bit of salt. I mean, just uh just a, a hint. Nice. So it's it's actually not too bad. I think it would be better in like the summertime, not you know, winter. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, it's a nice light beer that uh, I really can't complain about. So,
0: yeah. Excellent. Again, I have this drink all the time. Uh, 50-50 ginger beer and cranberry juice uh, with just a little bit of lime in it. Uh, It is a fantastic, bubbly, bright drink with just that right amount of ginger spice to kinda, you know, help wake you up and clear your sinuses at I was the same time. What, and
1: what ginger ale yeah. you were using because, you know, are the, the ginger beers yeah. can all range from spicy to sweet and whatnot. And yeah. so that's why I was curious.
0: Yeah. Uh I I do like uh like cranberry juice and ginger ale from time to time. Uh but most of the time I do like a good ginger beer. And
1: yeah. this
0: is fantastic. Fever tree is has an amazingly good spice to it
1: yeah no i like uh ginger beer if i'm gonna have it i like it to be that a little bit of an extra spice to mm-hmm. it because uh, i guess if it's like oh ginger beer i want to have that ginger root flavor you know that that yeah. spiciness that kick because uh, it's always just a nice
0: twist to a drink yeah exactly uh and i drink cranberry juice all the time anyway so why not uh spice it up a bit All right. Speaking of spicing things up, you know who always keeps things spicy? Our sponsor. (laughs) Today's episode of Talking Heads is brought to you by Linode. If you've ever needed to host your own servers, whether it be for home or business use, but don't have the resources or time to invest into hardware, power, cooling, or even space, why not let Linode host them for you? If it runs on Linux, it'll run on Linode. That includes the software for most of the tutorials you've seen on my channel, like how to run your own ad-blocking recursive DNS server, VPN gateway, your own cloud-based Plex server, and more. With shared CPU plans starting at as little as $5 per month and scaling up to as high as you need to go, you'll be able to find a hosting plan that fits your needs. And even if you do host your own servers, you can use Linode to keep a backup off site. Because remember, RAID is not a backup. Linode also recently announced they are the first alternative cloud provider to have NVMe block storage available to all customers. In September, they began rolling out NVMe drives to all 11 of their global data centers. Best of all, storage rates will remain at the same low price they always have been. Visit linode.com slash craftcomputing and get a $100 60-day credit when signing up for a new account. That's linode.com slash craftcomputing and thanks again to Linode for sponsoring today's episode.
1: Thank you, Leno Yes. Uh, Jonathan chatted uh, back with five bucks uh, euros. Uh, get a get a drink on me. So there you go. Tomorrow, go have a drink.
0: There you go. Of more cranberry and ginger beer. Yes. Uh, is cranberry juice sweetened or unsweetened? Uh, this one is one hundred percent cranberry juice, uh, and so this one's an unsweetened, just cranberry, like squeezed cranberries and water. Uh, a little bit of tartness Yeah, so it, it's tart, it's spicy uh, It does naturally have a little bit of sweetness to it But uh, it. I, I, I did, will say that straight up cranberry juice can be a bit of an acquired taste uh, uh, Cranberry cocktail also works fantastic with this as well uh, If you want it just a little bit sweeter
1: yeah no cranberry juice for me usually i like cranberry juice but it always has kind of a drying flavor yeah. Yeah. um to it at, at the back end although for me that always makes drinks very dangerous because then you're just like i gotta i gotta keep my mouth moist <laughs> so i just keep drinking
0: moist moist put a dollar in the moist jar john <laughs> Uh, Speaking of moist, uh, Apple.
1: (laughs) I Uh, got a new Big Mac.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, Apple is set to reportedly uh, debut, release. I tried to say like four words at the same time and none of them wanted to come out uh is set to release as many as four m2 apple silicon devices before the end of the year uh that includes a an updated entry-level macbook pro uh an updated macbook air a mac mini and a 24 inch imac it is also said that the mac mini uh as soon as this spring uh will be receiving the uh, m1 max and the m1 pro cpus as an upgrade uh so assuming we'll get an m1 max m1 pro and then an m dot or an m2 later in the year uh there's also talk of the 27 inch imac uh, pro not receiving the m2 at least this year that one is only going to receive the m1 max and the m1 uh, and the m1 pro uh so Again, this is all speculation. Uh, This is according to Notebook Check, uh, and they do have a pretty decent track record of being accurate on rumors like this. Uh, But I'm definitely excited to see what the next level of Apple Silicon is. I'm still on my original M1 uh, from almost a year and a half ago. Uh, I bought it in, gosh, early December of uh, 2020. So used it all of 2021 and here are the first couple of months of 2022. Been a phenomenally good laptop. Uh, I also have an M1 Mac Mini. That is my 3D design workstation, as odd as that sounds. Uh, that's where I do all of my 3D printing and modeling and things like that. It's all on a Mac Mini. So fantastic yeah, we- stuff.
1: The, the M1 uh, die and chip, we were, the specs wise, is really cool stuff when it's mm-hmm. like eight core and a 10 core, mm-hmm. something along that lines. Um, uh, eight, eight,
0: one... eight cores. Uh, four of them are high speed cores, four of them are low speed cores. Yeah. Um, so using kind of the big, the ARM big little architecture. Yeah. Uh, but they have native x86 uh, translation for instructions. And so running code that was designed for x86 and x64 runs just as fast on an m1 as it does on equivalent intel and amd hardware and of all the things to be skeptical of i was so skeptical of that when that news was announced because yeah right like a 35 watt arm chip is not going to compete it freaking does and my my laptop is the m1 macbook pro is the best laptop i've ever owned uh i mean and it's not even close it's not even close
1: well the, the now we don't really quite know the hundred. we don't know the whole specs on the m2 right I don't correct remember.
0: yeah uh but, i mean the, the m1 really max have... is eight high performance cores and two efficiency yeah. cores
1: so i mean it's obviously we could probably assume something more around 10 maybe 12 cores i,
0: I would assume 12 to 16 quite honestly yeah
1: okay so but yeah, I mean if that's Or maybe we'll and, get a bunch
0: of different variants of it. Uh yeah. So we'll good point. so we'll get maybe an eight core at the base with the same four four uh big little architecture, and then we'll get, you know, uh, a sixteen core with twelve and four or something like that. Uh lots and lots of room for options.
1: Yeah, and it, what's really awesome is it's their own it's their own silicone or their own chipset and it was making everything just ultra thin yeah and the power consumption was ultra low um this was these will be cool if the second series if it's anything like even like the jump between the zeon not the zeons but um amd's um what was the latest what's their chip series the new the new Zen, uh, Zen, yeah, <laughs> Ryzen, like, Z- yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to call them Intel Xeon chips for some reason. I was like, it's not Xeon, <laughs> Ryzen, <laughs> Ryzen, b- b- Ryzen, Zen, and Xeon is where I was getting it, yeah. But anyway, it was like the Ryzen, where uh, Ryzen 1 was like, oh, this is really cool, it's a really great chip, mm-hmm. and then they jumped to two and it was like, Wow, that's awesome! Yeah. Zen two is so much better, and I hope Apple doesn't flop with the M two.
0: I don't the think cats, they will. I really don't
1: think they will. But right?
0: I don't think they will. I honestly, do they're
1: not. when it comes to their own particular hardware, they do really good. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the times. Well, they've been I making their own, own
0: chips for a decade now. Uh, they've just primarily been in in the iPhone and the iPad. Uh, yeah. and so them, you know, designing their own architecture is nothing new. Uh, well,
1: yeah, no, but they had the whole contract with Intel for the longest time,
0: right? That, they, yeah, they, they used Intel for a primary supplier for their desktops. Um, yeah. but there's been rumors of Apple based silicon from all the way back in 2008, uh, just a couple of years after they started going Intel in the first place, after they abandoned PowerPC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it. Uh, if you're a company like that, if you're a company like Apple, or if you're a company like Intel or AMD, you're always researching other avenues that are complete divergence from your, your current process. Uh, because you have to. It's good business. Yep. Uh, what happens if you miss the boat on the next big thing? You don't want to ever be in that situation. Uh, ARM is definitely... ARM has always been around... Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, but the impact that ARM is going to have on the market, I think in the next five years, can't be understated. And I think NVIDIA knew that. And unfortunately, uh, for NVIDIA anyway, uh, regulators decided that you're not going to buy ARM. We, we like ARM being a separate entity. We think that would give you too much power in the market. Uh, yep. So the sale fell through, uh, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh, I'm sure an NVIDIA-ARM partnership will still be forthcoming. Uh, I'm sure Apple's uh, use of ARM will continue to grow. And honestly, we've been seeing some Dynamite performance out of, uh, you know, Snapdragon on on the mobile side of things. Uh, uh, if, If anyone's gone and watched a review of the Ein Odin Pro running Windows 11 on a Snapdragon 845, the performance is unreal. And uh, it's still not terrific at at executing x86, but programs that have native ARM support for Windows, they're pretty darn good.
1: Yeah, no, and it's getting there too. Windows is even even moving themselves in that direction too. Right. So I mean, they say they see the winds of cha- are changing, so they're trying to get more support too, and that this is also going. <laughs> What are you, what do you I'm did I miss it?
0: <laughs> bottom comment or chat. <laughs> John <laughs> Not gonna repeat it. I'm just gonna let it sit there. <laughs> what about risk five? Uh risk five is a very intriguing architecture in that it is one hundred percent open source, top to bottom. Um, which is kind of similar to arm. Arm you can license for essentially free as long as and then you can customize it and do what you want as well. Um, and they obviously have license agreements for certain aspects of it, but you can license the platform to do what you want with risk, it's open source. Open source is always a double-edged sword because what company wants to invest into it and take ownership of it enough to improve it to the point where they can start making products with it and keep it open source what developers are going to be working on this Yeah, that like risk five it's an intriguing architecture it, it's an interesting way of doing things it's a uh and I hope it works. Uh, there's uh, there was actually a, uh, I didn't get a chance to add this to the notes a couple of weeks ago, but apparently there's a tinker board coming out just like the Raspberry Pi, but with a dual core risk five on it uh, hmm. with custom architecture. Uh, so if you've ever wanted to try risk five, uh, then uh, it, it's possible. And I think the board was coming out for like 50 bucks.
1: Yeah, I have a, well, it's a different tinker board, but mm-hmm. not that one. But yeah, because they were cheaper. And I just wanted to, like, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. what a Raspberry Pi competitor is like. And I saw
0: Risk 5 pop up in another product that I was actually looking at. Oh, uh, right. I have a product coming that has Risk 5 on board. Uh, so stay tuned to the channel. I'll, there you go. Yeah.
1: Boom. You'll find
0: more information coming soon. Yes. I I have a Kickstarter coming that has a dual core Risk 5 in it. And it should ship here like next week or something like that. So I'm kind of excited for it. But yeah, uh, Risk Five is intriguing. I it's the same thing with Linux. I'll say this: if you want mass adoption, someone with the bankroll and the the know-how has to take. Ownership is not really the right word, but has to take the impetus to improve it. Um, And Linux, while it may dominate data centers and infrastructure, it has never been a user-friendly OS, period. And I don't want to hear any arguments about it. And I don't want to hear, well, half the world uses it because Android is based on... Android is a company taking the Linux kernel and making it user-friendly, and while Android itself is still kind of open source, do you realize you have to tweak the ever-loving crap out of it to get it user-friendly? That's why Samsung has had custom launchers for so long in early versions of Android, uh, because they had features that, Google themselves didn't put in yet. And they just kinda of stuck with the custom launcher and they've always done that and that's been their their thing. But remember uh, like six or seven years ago when the phone that you bought got you a completely different set of widgets and launchers and, and app managers and settings tabs and uh, home screens and everything else and yeah, it was a mess trying to migrate from one Android device to another Android device because almost nothing was compatible. And the hardware wasn't compatible either because they had like seven different major manufacturers of CPUs, GPUs, etc. And so you, from the Google Play Store, you would have to select which CPU architecture your phone used. People don't remember the dark days of Android. They just remember, oh, it's fully tinkerable and it's open source. So it's way better than Apple, right? Okay.
1: Well, again, too, at least it's evolved faster than, say, Linux-based stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, but the reason SteamOS has a chance and the Steam Deck has a chance is because Valve, for the last five years, has been sinking a ton of R&D and development time into improving the aspects of Linux that it needs to be able to compete in the operating system uh, market. That is Wine, DXVK, uh, Vulkan, etc. pouring resources and development hours into those to improve the Linux experience in general, but so they can use it on a hardware and software combination that they can dole out. It's open source. If it doesn't work, you can just fix it. Thank you, Tech Geek, for $5. Uh, (laughs) um, Someone can fix it. I can't Uh, fix it.
1: Yeah, you gonna fix it. You gotta pseudo your way
0: out of that one. Right. And you know what? If I get on a forum and I ask how to fix it, I'll be laughed at because I don't know how to fix it already. What are you doing on here in a forum? About asking questions about Linux, if you need to ask questions about Linux. Um, I don't know. Maybe I wanted to learn more.
1: Bleh. Yeah. Or just like any other forum tech thing, it'll be like someone asked the exact same question like five years ago and no one ever answered it. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Or it'll be the cut. You'll see like, oh, 12 comments. Never mind on this fixed. Subject. Yeah, never mind fixed. Or, yeah, me too. Please reply. Yeah, me three. Please reply. Yeah, I got the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. But you know, there is there is uh, something in the tech world that is kind of improving. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's sure. There's there's a little flame over there, and, and if we. We fan it
0: little item. And,
1: and we keep it to close, it, it might grow into a fire.
0: If if we just Bye put it my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, is that in poor taste?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, graphics cards. Oh sorry, of... I missed
0: a super chat. Oh. Uh, Uh, Can I replace my last video about... So this is Named Oasis. Uh, Can I replace my last video about TrueNAS? I have a high-pitched noise across the entire thing.
1: I didn't hear anything. I didn't
0: hear anything. I can check. I I don't recall hearing anything. I know I did have some audio issues with it. The EQ was a little weird, uh, which is why I sound a little bit tinny in that one. Uh, But I wasn't aware of a of anything else I'll, I'll take a look uh, unfortunately YouTube doesn't give a crap about me uh, so unless you're Mark Rober with 7 million views and then you fake a bunch of uh, of reaction videos on your uh, porch pirate glitter bombs uh, and and go oh I didn't know about that so let's just ignore it and pretend it never happened and no one ever cares uh, and then he replaced the video with a shorter one that and YouTube went yeah that's totally cool because you're Mark Rober <laughs> I I don't get that. I can't replace videos. <laughs> uh blame Rhett. Yes. If if there is in fact a, a a noise in there, I will blame Rhett. Yep. I only heard a noise at the beginning. Don't sneeze, the fire will go out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: probably read, He went and like recorded. If if, if, it if only AMD
0: soundtrack. was still making R nine nanos, the fire would never go out.
1: <laughs> or what was it? The uh Android. What phone was? What was the bomb? Oh, uh, the
0: Galaxy Note seven. Uh,
1: seven. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Caught fire. In people's pants
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, gear, Mister Gearlings here. Uh recovering from a nice big old DDS this uh DDOS this morning. Ouch! Uh, oh, who let Redshirt Jeff out of the brig is what I want to know. <laughs> uh <laughs> Novella Hub says I heard Rhett giggling at the end. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> an Archer joke will always make Rhett giggle. Yeah, the Note 7. Galaxy Note 7. Uh anyway. There is a little light. There may be, I don't know if it's a dying canary or if it's a train coming or what, but there seems to be a little bit of light somewhere in the tunnel. Uh, And that is that worldwide graphics card supply seems to be improving. Uh, However, the prices... Have not yet come down to reflect that. Probably because demand has been so high for so long. And we're still behind. Everyone's
1: still scrap. Yeah. Right. Picking them up so fast.
0: 20% better than 60% not enough is still a lot not, <laughs> not enough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I hope that sentence made some semblance of, of sense. Uh but yeah so yes supplies of graphics cards are improving um i actually purchased a three uh an rtx 3090 for retail price uh now i was on the waiting list for 10 months but i did it i got one see you can get it right you can do it so yeah
1: just had you just had to put your name on from the very beginning and then
0: wait a year. Right. I mean, why couldn't you guys do that? Don't you guys have phones? Yeah.
1: Just it's pretty much it's simple. It's, it's everyone can do it. Just do it yourself. Oh. Uh yeah. So it it is it is still an issue. I mean, there's kind of a light of hope. I guess my light of hope was more of not this gen's uh, graphics cards. It will be the next ones, and then hopefully everyone will go after those, and then we'll get the 30 series finally for most people, you know, maybe I can actually get a thirty eighty. who knows, probably not. Um, you'll just give me one. I know <laughs> when I say give, it means I probably have to sell it and buy it from you and give you a bunch of beer.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: And then I'll be like, Jeff, I don't have a power supply to run this too. I need one of those Ooh. like oh, crap out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, John, do I Yeah, that's okay. John John, do I look like a micro center to you?
1: <laughs> yes, I've seen your garage. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Actually, towards the end of it, my garage was better stocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'd rather go to your place than Circuit City. Yes. Or Fry's.
0: All right. Uh, it is eight fifty-three. Uh, we have a great transition to the next story, but my glass is also reached empty. Uh, how's yours doing?
1: I just finished.
0: Perfect. Um, if you want to go ahead and open yours up, uh, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna go grab myself another beverage.
1: All right. I am uh, gonna do a cider right now. Uh, La Familia Cider Company. Never heard of this. Uh, It's a guava cider. So a tart, tropical cider. The term tart and tropical was what kind of got me. It kind of almost has the same look. Oh, yes. There we go. Yes. You can see my face through it. But it doesn't smell very tart or tropical. It smells like most ciders, which smells like butt. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't taste like butt.
0: What cider is that? Sorry?
1: It is a guava cider. Interesting. So it says tart and tropical, so I'm, I'm oh. hoping it's kind of a, another sour style.
0: Um, I am also having a cider. Uh, mine is a non-alcoholic cider. Uh, it is from Otto. Uh, and it is a... CBD Hopped Apple Cider. What's the uh,
1: milligrams on the? <clears throat> I
0: think this one was 30. Yeah, 30.
1: OK, that's a good size. Yeah. Just going to feel nice and relaxed for the after show.
0: Yeah. Me too, man.
1: Yeah.
0: So there we go. Definitely Ooh, not. clear
1: yeah that's a cloudy looking
0: thing there Ooh, it's very cidery
1: really mine is uh, in my head there we go clear bubbly it just tastes like cider i don't get any guava yeah yeah this just tastes like a semi-sweet cider <laughs> That's it. It could be. It could be the watermelon and saltiness of the other one. It's kind of like you know overtaken, yeah, everything. But this just tastes. I mean, it's a good cider. Yeah. As far as like ah yeah, it tastes like a nice light sweet cider.
0: Yeah. Uh, I reused my my cranberry uh, ginger beer glass, and I do still have a little bit of that peppery note from the ginger, um, but uh, so this is a hopped apple. Uh, it's, it's not quite like a Granny Smith flavor, but it's leaning that direction. It's a little bit, it's a little bit drier than that. Um, but, uh, can definitely taste the hops in it. I'm actually kind of surprised by that. Uh, Jeff Geerling sends over five bucks. Thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, did someone say cider? Uh, we did indeed. Yes, sir. Yes. Best cider I ever we, had from a can was somewhere in LA. I have no idea what kind it was, but it tasted as good as a fresh tap cider. Nice.
1: No, I mean, we like ciders here, too. A good cider is great. I mean, uh, we live really close to you. used to live extremely close to uh, a very great cider place that had yes. amazing hard cider. Um, it's it's great. Uh, we used to go to the was it 18... Fifty nine, the one in downtown
0: Salem. Yeah, eighteen fifty nine.
1: Eighteen fifty nine. Man, they had some good ciders.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: uh, they still they still sell them, but the the tap room closed. Yeah.
0: So, For but, obvious reasons.
1: Yeah. So, but I remember talking. Those are cool guys too. So, um. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we love we love ciders, it's not just beer. It's just there's just a bigger abundance of beer and honestly cider can be expensive it's mm-hmm. just because you have to buy the apples year-round so you have to import them then it's a lot of weight then you have mm-hmm. to wash them you want to it's expensive to make hard cider more so than what you think yes um so
0: yep yeah it's more expensive to make and a smaller market so yeah, yeah. there's
1: that too you yeah. know uh
0: uh, Leak wants to know, hi, gents, would I run PyHole on TrueNAS? Um, yes. Uh, that was actually my very first virtualization tutorial I ever wrote, was how to run PyHole on, at that time, was a free NAS server as a VM. Uh, but yes. Uh, yeah, hole the nice thing about PyHole is it will literally run on anything. There, there's no kind of special requirements as far as virtualization goes or any other hardware requirements goes. Uh it's install your favorite flavor of linux and run the the wget bash script and it installs like that's it so yeah it's a very basic service and will run on pretty much anything um i wouldn't run it bare metal with true nas at the same time because they both use ports 80 and 447 uh and uh, even though 53 is used for dns by uh pihole you would run into uh conflicts with the management portal uh so if you're gonna run it make sure it's either in a container or in a vm there you go uh speaking of steam os uh we finally got our first uh real look at the steam deck and that is we actually have reviews out now of the Steam Deck hardware and performance numbers from some games. And to say that reviews were glowing, I think, would be an understatement. Uh, I, I saw a couple negative comments uh, or a couple cons in the pro-con lists of a lot of uh, YouTube reviewers. But they also put the caveat in there but I'm willing to put up with it because, holy crap, this device is amazing. Uh, like, size-wise, it's a little big. You're going to need larger hands to be 100% comfortable, uh, but the performance is so good, and it's unlike any other Windows handheld you've ever tried, and it's only $430. I'm willing to forgive the not-perfect ergonomics for linus size hands. Uh, there's the... Uh, there's the performance of it, which, you know, it's a Zen 2 chip running DDR5 on an APU. It's only a 720p screen or a 1280 by 800, but yeah, honestly, in this screen size, it doesn't matter. Does anyone complain about the resolution on the Switch? No one that you should listen to does. Uh, <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's, it's so small. You don't care. Right. Like, what, what are you docking this and put it on your 70 inch, like tv or something which probably only runs at 60 hertz anyways mm-hmm. so what, what do you even care you know um oh you're not gonna get it so what, you're gonna hook it up to your gaming monitor if you have a gaming monitor you probably have a gaming pc then yeah this is for portability of that yep. uh you really out of everything though the only thing that really kind of got me on the downside was uh the size it really was just the size of it mm-hmm. the thing is
0: Huge. It is not a small device.
1: No, it is I mean the screen alone is almost the size of the Switch with the two controllers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um although we all we also have to remember this is version 1. Yeah. If you remember version 1 of the what would actually be the Switch which would be the uh, Wii U, that thing was big and bulky for what that was. Mm-hmm. Uh this is basically proof of concept and they're just taking everyone's critique it's hey here's we're making the best portable device that can play all of your favorite steam games with our own os on it um and we're going to make it user-friendly portable and you're going to love playing all of your games you don't have it can go from here to your desktop back and forth seamlessly yep there's just going to be some design flaws there's going to be some issues uh the the pads are a little bit bigger and and popped out more than how i would personally like it that's just eh, that's just how it's going to be i'm sure the next gen um especially with chipsets heat sinks everything can shrink down get bigger you know they'll probably put an oled in there to, to bust that screen out improve it a little bit boom there we go that's probably what's going to happen i still think this is a great device it's just a my like i said my biggest issue is really just size it's not really portable i i i'm gonna need a pretty decent sized case if i was going to put it in my backpack um and it because of that it's going to be a little bit heavier actually i think the other issue was the battery the battery was only a little bit
0: yeah, the battery was um, 90 minutes to six to eight hours yeah. with very light-use games, like 16 bit exactly. emulation and stuff like and that. And so
1: it was like, I'd like to see that be bumped up, but then at the same time, that's going to cause a lot of weight.
0: Right. Um, so... Full disclosure, I have not had hands-on a Steam Deck yet, uh, nor have I talked to anyone who has had hands-on a Steam Deck. Literally along for the ride with the rest of you as far as my opinion goes, so take that as it is. Um, However, I have owned a number of Windows-based handhelds over the years, both good and bad. Uh, And there's always some inherent issues with trying to shrink down Windows and x86, x64 hardware into a compact, semi-pocketable, portable unit that is powerful enough to play games on the road, let alone AAA games at decent resolutions and frame rates, let alone be comfortable, let alone not overheat or overheat the user, uh, let alone be good to look at, let alone, like, there are so many different aspects in which a console like this can fail. Uh, And, I have a GPD Win 1, I have a GPD Win 2, I owned a GPD Win 3. As much as I loved the performance of the GPD Win 3, I also ended up selling that console. Um, It was gorgeous to look at. It was fairly comfortable to hold, um, although... It wasn't the most comfortable device I had ever had because I had nothing to grip on the backside. So I found myself kind of balancing it on my fingertips a lot, especially because you have to reach up and get the triggers on the very top uh, instead of wrapping more naturally around the back. Uh, That led to actually, if I was sitting in bed playing the device, my right hand would start going numb after a while (laughs) just because of the angle that I'm having to hold it at and then straining with your fingertips. but 720p screen, ran Windows 10, Windows 11, you know, had a terabyte of storage on board, uh, played pretty much every game that you would want to play at, you know, 25 to 60 FPS, somewhere in that range. And that's like the brand new modern stuff, not including the retro stuff, which goes 60 FPS without even turning the fan on. Uh, you know, it was a great console, uh, but it had some Achilles heels. Uh It didn't have a great input method outside of the controller uh it had a touch sensitive keyboard uh with no with no mechanical keys on it it had uh it had a touch screen which worked okay but the interface was only as good as the windows touch interface was which has always been crap uh except for windows 8.1 like windows 8.1 they got it right and then they reverted back and it's like ah, oh, i guess i can't touch the computer again uh <laughs> um, that and they never consolidated the control panel anyway so you know obviously my expectations for touch input on windows are way too high
1: yeah uh, was well, jeff the other jeff uh, was talking about the game gear Now, i was going to bring the game gear yeah. up but, like do people remember the game gear ergonomics back in the day really were not a thing um portable devices like that uh again i I kind of agreed with you with the um uh the 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 holding of Mm -hmm. the controller that's what i really liked about the switch was the controllers were came out so you can go buy third-party ones
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and be like oh these are a bit more comfortable for my hand yeah these fit better uh i understand something like this they actually need the space so they can't do something like that uh
0: not only that But this device is already big enough. Are you going to add more to it to make it more comfortable and thereby less portable? Um, I will say this has one very big advantage, which a lot of modern laptops and portable devices have, which is it charges over USB-C. So your charging brick is fairly minuscule. Uh, Your cable is pretty universal. Um, And uh, I will say, uh, from reviews that I've seen, think of this also as a Steam controller, which I do own a Steam controller. Uh, the haptic inputs are fairly easy to use, and uh, you certainly could use a touch-based keyboard input method system, uh, very much like you do inside of virtual reality, inside of Steam VR, or with a Steam Deck, or, or Steam Deck with a uh, Steam controller on big picture mode. But uh, and it works and that also gives you mouse inputs and also gives you, you can section off the buttons for extra extra buttons for keyboard inputs. So this definitely has a leg up in the control department from something like the GPD Win 3. This is also a third the price of the GPD Win 3 at $429. You only get 64 gigs of eMMC storage with that one, but you can also upgrade that to 256 or 512 gigs of storage uh, for, what is it? 530 and 630 or something like that. Um, and, and so even at yeah. even at its highest spec, it's half the price of one of the only competitors in the market. Um, there's the uh, the Aya Neo, which is the AMD variant of uh, of a portable handheld, and it's a great device, but it also has its flaws. There's uh, gosh, what's is there a Pow Kitty one? Or I'm trying to think of the. There's another one also that a lot of people like that runs Windows and x86 hardware, but they're all.
1: Oh, the uh,
0: device. Right, but they're all basically integrated graphics, and they scale down the display enough to where it's acceptable to play it at 30 FPS rather than providing legitimate graphics hardware uh, to, you know, to actually improve performance. Uh, there was a question earlier on. I don't remember who asked it, but any word on SteamOS 3.0? Uh Valve has said from the very beginning, and they reiterated it, I believe, early last month, that SteamOS 3.0 will be available as a standalone download. You can download it and install it on your own devices uh, sometime after the launch of the Steam Deck. And so we will not see a SteamOS 3.0 download until after the retail launch of the Steam Deck. Um, I was a little disappointed with that. I would love to get my hands on SteamOS and and try it on a couple of different devices that I have. Um, I'd love to try it on on a device like the GPD Win 2 or GPD Win 3, you know? How compatible is this? That would be pretty fun. You know? uh, (laughs) Well, you can't
1: do it on the 3 because that's gone.
0: Right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can't do it on the 3, but you know, I'd love to see it (laughs) on some other portable devices, Uh, you know? I think that could be a lot of fun and be a great point of comparison. I'd love to see it on a desktop with desktop hardware. Could this be a usable gaming console replacement, you know, gaming PC operating system replacement? Because SteamOS was basically big picture mode with no desktop environment. Uh, And with the introduction of uh, Steam Play and, and... uh, DXVK and uh, and Vulkan as a native API for a lot of new games and stuff like that. A lot of that compatibility is coming around. And as Valve says with SteamOS 3.0, every game you want to play will be playable. Well, I really want to put that to the test with more than just a Ryzen APU. Can I toss a 2060 at it and and play? Can I you know game on a on an AMD 6700 XT or, or whatever? Uh, I would like to see how far down that rabbit hole actually goes, and then also explore the usability of SteamOS as a daily driver OS for casual use. Um, you know, more than just a gaming operating system. Can, yeah. can I do basic tasks on this, and also game? Because that's always been the Achilles' heel of Linux as a consumer operating system. Is sometimes you can do a lot of things. But there's always a couple of things that just flat out don't work. And there are things yeah. that should work. That work on other versions of Linux, but not the one that you chose.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. I know. And then that's why you will just recompile
0: the kernel back to back to five dot you know one, 1 four. And... Whatever,
1: yeah. No, and that's always why people always say Windows. you always just go back to Windows because right. Windows works with everything. It's mm-hmm. like no matter what, you can hate it, no matter how much you hate it. Mm -hmm. But it works, you know, and uh, but no, that would be kind of a really cool video of seeing like if you can get your hands on a Steam Deck and then like Steam uh, OS 3.0 and then put that on a portable Windows machine. That would be kind of cool. Right. uh, Of a comparison. Yeah. That would be really sick.
0: Uh, Let's see. Tech Geek sends over another five bucks. Got to run. I work in the morning. It's 11 p.m. here. Have a great night, Jeff and John. Thank you. Have a great night yourself, Uh, and a great day tomorrow. Uh, Drowsy says, interesting thinking there, Jeff. And it's the Linux OS that the Linux people have always wanted and also yelled at people that said it didn't exist. I just want, want to be able to permanently install Linux on a PC at home and have it work for a purpose whether that purpose is it plays all of my games if that's the purpose cool i can have a computer that runs linux if the purpose is i can browse the web and and write documents and watch youtube i can do that on my phone there there's not a purpose to having that machine if if i could run obs on you know and and a streaming pc that only ran Linux and ran my streaming perfectly and worked with my audio interface and all of my capture cards and my cameras didn't wig out and my plugins for OBS worked, and I would switch to Linux on my streaming PC. But guess what? OBS, even though it's open source, sometimes just doesn't work with Linux, and sometimes doesn't work with the variant of Linux you want to use. Oh, and by the way, NVENC for NVIDIA cards doesn't work, which is kind of an important thing. Um, so, yeah. Uh Mozamboni sends over 20 bucks. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, While well, I'm glad you have 100 plus viewers on this stream, I truly believe you should have at least 10 times that. Oh, thank you very much as a 41 year old dorky dad your dry humor and depth of knowledge in libations and tech are enjoyable and much appreciated thank you very very much uh yeah uh, part of the reason i think we never get much above uh like we'll, we'll do 150 and 200 concurrent users from time to time um we we usually hover in the 120 150 range yeah. um is mm. honestly because of the time slot that we're in who's awake right now there's not a lot of people yeah, I mean, that are awake. That,
1: <laughs> I mean, we're we're basically only trying to say, hey, if you're on the west coast, you can watch us, and that's fine. right. Yeah, we, we start know.
0: at eleven p.m. Eastern. It's like three in the afternoon in Australia. Uh, it it's four a.m. in in London. Like uh, I, I get some Germans on here late at night usually because you know, like nine thirty, they're you know, waking up finally, and you know, at least have had their beer and cornflakes. Uh, yeah, it's
1: like they're cracked open a beer. So like, I know another guy who's drinking right now. Right, and <laughs>
0: and so to them, it's like seven thirty eight o'clock towards the end of my show, and and they're like, yeah, I can I I can join, uh, but a lot of my audience just isn't awake at this time, and that's something we might be addressing sometime later this year. Um, I've I've always floated it out there of backing it, you know, to like a five p.m. time slot. Um, but I've just never changed it. Uh, part of it is out of laziness. <laughs> this has just always been the time slot. Uh, part of it is, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a lot more competition in, I, I shouldn't say competition. There were a lot of other tech shows that had live streams throughout the week. And this was the time Wednesday at eight that worked for all of us. Uh, maybe it's time to start thinking about that and revisiting it. Uh, conquer, and, old
1: land, the, conquer all of their old fallen kingdom. Right. And take them over. Yeah.
0: I hear that Tuesday at 5 PM is, is available.
1: <laughs>
0: um, no offense to, to Paul and, and Kyle, you guys ran a fantastic show. Uh, just make Jeff clones. Right. Uh, also now that I have someone working for me full time, uh, This last week has been phenomenal as far as like productivity goes. You guys haven't seen it yet, but holy crap. There is some good stuff coming to the channel and a lot of it and a lot of it consistently. Uh, Man, we are just on fire right now as far as getting through things and handling the business side of things, but then also producing content. And then for... I can't remember the last day that I needed to work all day. Um, Like like I have so many things that I have to get done today and and I've got a deadline and and I've also got kids and lunch and and running around and everything to do that I stopped working before eight o'clock. Like I would be down in my office by nine and I'd work until noon, I'd go upstairs and I'd have lunch with the kids and the family. And then I'd come back downstairs and I'd work until five and then I'd go upstairs and I'd have dinner with the kids and the family. And then six I'd come back downstairs and I'd work for another hour, hour and a half. And then I would put the kids to bed. And if I still had work to do, I'd get back on and work from nine to 11 and then wake up the next day and do it again. For the last 10 days or so, uh, I've been starting my day at nine o'clock. I've been leaving my office at four o'clock and then going and playing video
2: games.
0: (laughs) I I can't remember the last time I did that period and and didn't feel guilty about it and then did it multiple days in a row. But every single day, like uh, we... Yesterday, we produced four pieces of content for review uh, for different pre-rolls and, and whatnot. But we wrote and produced four pieces of content, got them out the door, wrote a video to shoot later this week, prepped parts for a build that I did this morning. Uh, we shot the, you know, shot the S around the water cooler for like 30 or 45 minutes uh, until 4.30 rolled around. And it's like, yeah, we should probably, you know you should probably be heading home and I'll, you know, go upstairs and whatnot. And it's like, we were done with our workday at 345. And we did four times the work that I could possibly do by myself, just because there's another set of hands. Yeah. Um, so what games have I been playing? Uh, <laughs> well, I've got my 5950X and my RTX 3090. So I've been playing Hitman Blood Money.
1: Oh, I thought you were playing on that retro PC of yours. Uh,
0: Actually, yes, I have been playing on that. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been playing on, uh, and in fact, I rebuilt the retro PC. And if you want to see a little bit of that, uh, I might show off the, the final revision of my retro PC tonight on the After Party. Uh, so
1: so
2: think about
0: joining the Patreon link is a dollar link is down in the video description $1 a month gets you on there Uh, you don't even have to give more if you want if you don't want Uh, I do charge per video But that's for people who want to donate more or want to give a dollar per video or or something like that You can set a monthly max and and pay one dollar for the first video every month And then only pay a dollar period for the entire month and you're still on the discord Uh, basically I use it as a, a troll toll Uh, so if you're going to, if you're kind of coming in just to troll me or just to get banned, at least I made a dollar off it. Yeah. Um, but the community there is fantastic. And pretty much every Wednesday after the show, we have an after party where we are all live on video chat and you can talk directly with us, ask us questions, uh, and honestly just hang out and have fun. Uh, and it, it
1: is the water cooler aspect thing if you want to see all the people from all over we got people from new zealand australia you know showing up there and they're like i just got off work right i'm dead tired norway I mean, ireland a, yeah if you really want to see i mean it's it's kind of funny because it would be weird if we changed the time slot because then those people mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to watch us live and it's like but those are like the core people. <laughs> yeah. These are the core people that watch it. These 120 to 200 plus people are like the core people that
0: constantly come and watch our show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you want a little bit of a preview of sixth revision of my retro PC, uh, <laughs> I'll show you the final version of it tonight. And oh my gosh, it is glorious. I gave up on the Windows 95, 98 millennium aspect of it. Um, I just stick with XP. It's too fraught with issues. Uh, and unless you, unless I went back in time, a couple more years on some of the pieces of hardware, which I wasn't necessarily willing to do because of longevity and reliability and availability. Um, it, it just made it way more difficult than it probably should have been. So Uh, I now truly have a retro rocket uh, that flies through any game. And because it's XP, it's mostly compatible with things from Windows 98 and Millennium. Uh, I did run into a couple games that I'm a little bummed don't quite work right. So I'm going to have to peruse through the forums from 2005 to see if I can find an answer. So hopefully someone said, oh yeah, just tweak this thing in the INI file and, and this game will run now. Um. so we'll have to figure that out uh, Michael sends over $5 I uh, just had an idea Jeff Geerling hops and brews and craft computing Jeff Jeff and Rhett early edition of talking heads uh, for like a wake up thing maybe uh, I don't know the thing is I think more people are going to be available in the evening rather than the morning yeah uh, no, early edition of Talking Heads. Well, that's pretty much what you get on the After Party because it often goes past midnight, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, so join the Discord and just jo- download Discord on your phone. Yeah. Trust me. We have people in uh, <laughs> the Netherlands that do that while they work.
0: Uh own, $5. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, spend $1 per month to get access to all the best gamers Nexus Steam Deck memes. Stupid, stupid memes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we got some awesome channels we have a whole channel dedicated to just memes
0: mozamboni two dollars gotta throw more money at you you are 100 percent real thank you thank you very much
1: uh there is some uh extra news though we got some amd news if you want to get into that yeah dive in there So, so i know we got some extra news some little articles we were going to get to yeah after
0: that um so yeah there is some amd news one second which looks
1: really cool stuff uh amd's is it milan
0: milan yeah amd milan x X, which is an unannounced and unreleased cpu by the way um an engineering sample of this has purportedly been leaked and this is according to tom's hardware uh showing not only the existence of the 128 core, 256 thread, 1.6 gigabyte of cache monster, uh, but overclocked to 4.8 gigahertz on all cores. Uh, For those of you wondering what I was wondering, uh, this chip is supposed to have a 285 watt or 300 watt, something like that, uh, TDP or designed thermal load. Uh, it's supposed to have a 2.1 gigahertz base and a 3.4 gigahertz max turbo. Yeah. This is going 4.8 all core. They raised the, uh, the power headroom from 300 watts to 1500 yeah, watts. Yeah, I saw that that was funny. <laughs> 1500 watts. That's not an SoC. Oh, this no, no, is no, they,
1: an they, SoC. They they updated it wasn't 300, 280 watts.
0: Or yeah, yeah, 280. I I couldn't remember. Yeah. Still, it's a still. rounding error at that point, John. <laughs>
1: no, but I mean, that, it was amazing. Actually, the other part too was getting it that high. Also, that it wasn't even like a special cooler. This is all fan air blown. Right. Now it did sound like a jet going through it, but it still was that.
0: Oh, and sorry, this was the, uh, the overclock, the 4.8 was a dual 64 core. Uh, Epic 7773X Milan X chips. Uh, so thank you for the uh, the correction there, Ben. Uh, Benjamin over in the, the chat brought that up. But still, 1,500 watts, even going to two sockets. Like, man. Uh, and we also now know that there is the existence of a 128-core chip. yeah Um, so this was 4.8 gigahertz at 1.55 watts or 1.55 volts, Volts. excuse me. And as mad dog 66 says for $10, by the way, thank you. Uh, great Scott. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 1.21 gigawatts indeed.
1: Yeah, no, this, this little chip, I mean, it looks cool. (laughs) like you said it is just um,
0: I want to see this play crisis in software rendering that's what I want to
1: see I mean this is an engineer's example so there's probably still going to be some tweaks to it Yeah, that's usually how we end up seeing final design Mm -hmm. Um, whether it goes up or down we don't know there's no release date or anything like you said it was an unannounced chip at the same time so we this is all the information we actually even have on this chip. Yeah. Other than the rumors that oh, there's a chip possible chip coming out. So. Yep. So far, but that's pretty awesome. I hear Intel has a cooler
0: that'll bolt right up to it. <laughs> too much, too much. Okay. <laughs> that's a dumb joke. <laughs> I thought it was good. Uh, there's also some scotch in the news.
1: There is tonight. some scotch in, the and leaves. oh
0: my god!
1: I I assume you are buying all of us a bottle of this, Jeff. Uh,
0: yeah. Considering there's what 280 of them, right?
1: Yeah. So yeah, four of us, uh, 288 200, bottles. So 284 bottles will be left. Yeah, plenty of for everyone else in the world. That's right. But this is now the world, the newest world's oldest. Scotch, or whiskey. Yes.
0: Whiskey. Yes. Uh, 81 years. So this is a Highland Scotch whiskey. Uh, this is a Highland single malt Scotch from Macallan um, that was put into barrels in 1940. Yep. So this is Scotland in the middle of World War Two, Being bombed. Making sure to keep their whiskey barrels full. Uh, this they is, knew what
1: was important back then. That's
0: right. This is the Macallan 81. Uh, single malt scotch. I certainly hope it's a single malt scotch. Uh, especially because a bottle will run you between uh, right around 90,000 euros or $125,000. This was placed into barrels in 1940 and then bottled last year, so 2021, for an 81 year aging period. Uh, actually aging it for 81 years, not uh,
1: not in the bottle for 81 right,
0: years. not not
1: uh, well, the funny story the thing about this is this was actually supposed to be released last year, yeah, but the Glenn Levitt came out with their 80 year old, which beat. Um, uh, the McCollins 78 year old Scotch as the oldest. Yeah. So, so what they did was like, all right, fine, have the record for one year. We got one in the be- in the reserve. We'll release it. We'll just let it age for another year. Screw you guys.
0: Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah,
1: 288 bottles.
0: Yeah. So they they only produced 288 bottles of this, probably because the devil took his fair share of cut. <laughs> uh, drunk now. I can't. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: God, that that wood just light a match. Um <laughs> smells awesome. Now for the one hundred
0: twenty five thousand dollars, you're not just getting the Glen Karen uh decanter or Glen Karen That's a hell of a Glen Karen. McCull- yeah. Uh <laughs> decan- uh decanter. Uh you're also getting a statue of three bronze hands that will hold the bottle up to display properly <laughs> this hundred this one eighth of a million dollar bottle of scotch.
1: It's a pretty bottle.
0: It's a beautiful bottle.
1: God, I wonder how much just the uh, bottle and statue would be. I was
0: actually just thinking that.
1: Just, just to be like all right and to you know you always trick people if you ever buy an expensive bottle of something and then you just like put some cheap stuff in it afterwards and he's like, yeah, here you go.
0: <laughs> did you read the sentence? Cause I just read the sentence. The Macallan, uh, the Macallan adds that the decanters even have quote indent that they're even indented with subtle fingerprints that match the hands that hold it.
1: Oh, I did not. <laughs> okay. So the
0: bottle has, has uh, indented fingerprints that match the statue.
1: Okay, so.
0: I imagine they ship it with FedEx. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Knowing yours, would be like, yes, I got it. And they open it up. <gasps> it'd be like the scene in uh, Pulp, Fiction, Pulp Fiction where they just, oh.
0: <laughs> Vincent, we good? We good? Yeah, yeah we good. <laughs> Vincent. Yeah. Uh moving on to some gaming news. Yeah. We're, this happened today. We are both super excited about this one. I've been super excited about this for a long, long time. Ever since I they was, announced it.
1: I was disappointed. Were was you? Disappointed. Yes. Well, it was because certain things were promised and did not show oh, up. Oh, right,
0: right, right. Yeah.
1: And that's what I was disappointed about. Okay. Everything else. I was like, oh, okay, this is great. Okay. But I waited till the end. I was like, it's gonna be the It's gonna be the It's gonna be.
0: It's not <laughs> yep,
1: uh,
0: that is that we finally have a release date for the Final Fantasy VI Pixel Remaster, it will launch oh, on February 23rd. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, were you talking you about skipped, something? You, yeah, you skipped one, did I?
1: Yes, I didn't see one. Hold on, there was a, the Nintendo one.
0: Oh, I missed you, the you Nintendo haven't... one.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking about. Okay, that's when I was like, oh, okay, what are you talking uh, Okay, I was furious. At... <laughs> But no, we can go to the, the that other one. So we'll like we'll that do one.
0: that. I Let me let me bring up my notes. Hold on. I got them here. We'll do the Nintendo one. John, what were you really upset with? I was really upset
1: because they were supposed to talk about Breath of the Wild 2. Right. And there wasn't ever. They even had it on there and uh, Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Uh, It was all supposed to be talked about. They even had it in their itinerary and they didn't talk about it. Yeah.
0: So for those who don't know, Nintendo Direct... Was today, uh, and uh, they pretty much didn't talk about any major first-party property at all. Nope. Uh, I mean, there's Kirby. They talked. They gave a teaser to a potential Kirby game um, yeah. in which he's trying to swallow a car uh, or water. Right. It basically, was like he doesn't no longer need to swallow things. That was their pitch. Yeah. Uh, so what we got was Kirby wearing a car, or a hat wearing Kurt. Hat Kirby hat car wearing, wearing car? the in a
1: yeah. that. You can see the picture.
0: King's Pig Forest in the ah. Name yeah, that reference. Was- uh so yeah, a car wearing Kirby as a hat in supposedly the most difficult sentence that's ever been on, uttered on this channel. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, let's just walk through the list of like, sure, that's a thing. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I know people who definitely I, like I, it. Yeah,
1: I, I, there's a there's a following for that, that game. Yep.
0: Uh, Splatoon 3.
1: I was I tried the first one and wasn't a fan of it. Yeah,
0: it, it, interesting mechanic, um, and and honestly, an interesting take on the, uh, uh you know, drop like multiplayer shooter game, game. Yeah. uh, as as a third person shooter. Yeah, uh, Wii Sports sequel called Nintendo Switch Sports.
1: Uh, there was already a Wii Sports. It's called Wii U Sports. Yeah.
0: Well, well, that <laughs> yeah. There's also Wii Sports Resort, you know.
1: Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. So, whatever. Yep. But I will say, that one comes with a strap, so you can put the controller on your leg. Yeah. So you can slowly kick your soccer ball when the animation kicks it really fast, but you have to slowly kick it. It was dope. Uh, There's a Mario Strike, which basically just looked like... um, what was that League of What's the the racing one?
0: Racing one with
1: the uh, where you play uh, soccer with cars.
0: Oh, Rocket League!
1: Rocket League. This is just Mario Rocket League. Yeah, that's all this is. Yeah. Uh,
0: no Man's Sky coming to the Switch, four years later. Cool.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, Fire Emblem getting a new release. Advance Wars. Remember Advance Wars? Neither do I. Uh, Mouthful mode highlights for the latest trailer for Kirby. Portal and Portal 2, as if you hadn't played those in the last... I
1: haven't seen those forever.
0: I mean, there's a whole XKCD comic of my my habit is playing games a decade later and no one understands my memes. Uh, And in the comic, he literally says the cake is a lie because he wrote it a decade after Portal came out. So we're supposed to be thrilled that Portal and Portal 2 are now on a mobile device, the GP2-1-1 plays Portal. Like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, the, and then there was, uh, we're not going to give you Mario Kart 9. Instead, we're going to give you 23 more levels of Mario Kart 8, which has been around since, what, 2018?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So, it's just like, okay, who cares? Might have even been
0: 17. It, it was. It was... Not a launch a title for the Switch, but it was no, one of the first releases. No, because it was
1: a, it was a Wii U. It was a re- Wii U. Launch yeah. Time. Oh, that's
0: right. So yeah, 2016, fifteen, yeah. 2015.
1: I mean, it's it's a good good game, but I mean, a, come on. Yeah. I don't want just updates and new downloadable characters.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless so. it significantly improves the content.
1: Yes. Yeah. But I, all all they did was oh here's more retro levels. Yeah from previous ones. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't need Choco Mountain from Mario Kart 64.
0: Uh, And Metroid Dread uh, gets an update.
1: Which that game is
0: hard. Yep. We did not get any details on Metroid 4. We did not get any details on Breath of the Wild 2. We did not get any details on any new Mario games. We did not get any details on... Anything else, really?
1: Yep. Any of their main core uh, titles? Nope, nothing.
0: King Illegal Forest to Pig Wild Kill in it uh, is... There it is. <laughs>
1: there it is. That's a good one. I had to look it up.
0: <laughs>
1: but there is some gaming news that you and I are extremely excited yes.
0: about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my confusion, because we're like, yeah, I was really excited. And you're like, except for the last one, I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: oh, no, oh, yeah, that's what I was like. Well, then when you said it, I was like, no, I'm super excited about this.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so this was announced like a year ago, and uh, they've been slowly releasing the first six, which means we are finally on number six. That is, Final Fantasy VI is getting a full pixel remaster. Uh, it will be available on Steam and Android uh, on February 23rd.
1: Yes. Uh, so we we kind of shortly briefly talked about this, but the two of us pretty much agree in different orders, but pretty much agree that 4, 6, and 7 best Final Fantasies probably out there. Yes. Uh, if you're watching and- in the
0: U.S., then it's 2, 3, and 7.
1: Yes, two, three, and seven. Well, yeah. Um, but six, six is uh, six slash three, uh, doesn't get as much love for the remastering yeah. uh, type of things. And there's been a remaster of seven. There's been like five remasters of two, four. Yeah, you know, uh, there's there's love. been a
0: three D reimagining of four. There's there's yeah. been a quasi sequel with the after years, which tells the story of Golbez before he became Golbez and Cecil and his childhood, and then expands yeah. the story of Rydia and Cain and Rosa and Tella and, and and goes on to, you know, does a, a, the, the cave trial on the moon. And where's the love for Six?
1: Oh yeah, where's the love? I mean, actually four and two or four slash two, I'm just going to start calling it four. Mm -hmm. All right. It's just four. Um, That is my go-to airplane long trip game. Oh, totally. That is like, oh, I know I can play this through. And it's like, oh, I have have six hours. Oh, I know exactly where I can get in six hours with this game. Yep. And I still have a fun time doing it. Yep.
0: I should be, if I'm playing this fairly casually and doing a fair amount of grinding, I should be defeating the Giant of Babel uh, right about the time I land. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh, I can I can kind of know where I'm at just by like okay, I'm almost we're almost there just by playing the game. Yeah. And and so that is one of my go-to ones. Uh it, you know, oh, I think Steve's talking about eight. Oh my god, that was so horrible.
0: I, I played uh, eight. Eight got a freaking remaster for crying out loud. Yeah. Before seven did.
1: The moving building was so dumb. <laughs> but anyways. Six is fine. I mean, I just loved six. I thought the story was amazing. The the amount of characters you got, the gameplay was just great because what I also really liked about the gameplay was every character you had to learn a slightly different way of playing. There was a different, different skill. skill
0: set required for each yeah. character instead and so of
1: could, yeah. Instead of let's just build them up. Right. Yeah, you know, um, so it was um God, what was uh the, the guy with the the blonde crew cut?
0: Uh, uh Sybin. or no, or no. uh did... sorry, uh yeah, the brother of the king. Yeah, the brother S- of the king Siben, had... was the uh the sword guy. Uh wasn't he? No, I thought that was Mal. Now I'm drawing a blank.
1: Yeah, I know. But there are so many characters.
0: Uh twenty of them, I believe uh that's
1: why i mean you had what i also loved yeah you got to the flying ship and you got to that little casino or, or yeah. the bar area ballroom area and you got to pick your party and that was oh, no. awesome Sa- yeah
0: uh saban was the the crew cut guy
1: yeah the crew cut yeah you had to do you had to know like Sci- Siam
0: was the the sword did.
1: yeah okay. so, uh so yeah you had to you had to know um like street fighter moves to to know all of these different combos mm-hmm. and if you messed it up it was you messed it up right and uh other guys were, were timing issues of you had to you know hit the bar at the right time. Um so every person was a little bit different. And it was really cool. I really liked that aspect of it. You got to be like, these are my this is my core crew. Um it was fun. Yeah.
0: So. Uh yeah, different abilities, different everything else. And uh we had the conversation beforehand because uh in Final Fantasy Four uh, John, John was saying he sometimes likes that better than 6 because he felt the characters were a little bit better developed. And, yeah. and I fully agreed with that. But while every character in Final Fantasy 6 doesn't get the same love as another character in Final Fantasy 6, um, and my point of that was sometimes an abominable snowman is just an abominable snowman,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that there are also characters who have very very interesting storylines and and character development arcs and things like that like celeste and and even sid uh have fantastic character development uh and name a better villain than kefka
1: oh kefka was a great villain right it was yeah it was great so mm.
0: like name name a villain that's more sadistic than than Kefka. I mean, poisoning a village, breaking the world in half on purpose, yeah. uh, genocide, genetic testing. this dude was ahead of his time.,
1: <laughs> yeah, let's yeah.
0: just say, um, yeah, uh,
1: no this this is what I wish they would do. I hope this gets enough love on Steam and everything mm-hmm. and then in two years, three years from now, maybe i hope sooner. We get the 3D remake, like for God. Yes, but even with even better graphics, because the the remake was on like the the DS, the 3D DS or something. No, just like that.
0: the DS. It was on the original Nintendo DS. Yeah,
1: so it wasn't like super great, but it was like, oh, this is all my characters kind of reimagined in a much better way and much better outfits yeah. and. It kind of almost gave it more like a Final Fantasy seven aspect look to it, like a bit bumped. Actually, more like eight, really. Yeah. Um, but but at two forty p. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. I would love to see what the way portable gaming is. That like, even if it was done with like, like a PSP style, you could do a lot with that.
0: Even even on an Android, uh, like I'd love to yeah. see an Android version of it for for consoles like you know the uh, the Ein uh, Odin uh, yeah. that. Was recently released that I have a pre-order for and should be shipping right after the Chinese New Year. That's not the product with the Risk Five uh, in it, but that's another one that should be shipping next week uh, for me. So I got a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming.
1: Yeah. No i i will I will definitely probably be picking this up just as a casual. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play this again just to play through. I'm going to have some really good memories, and I'm glad it's going to look a little bit better. Yep.
0: Um, but yeah, proper widescreen support, pixel scaling. Yeah. Uh, they they basically redid every pixel in the game to make it work on a modern PC and give you, but still give you the original playability of it. Uh, yeah. uh, it's retranslated. Uh, and so for better or for worse, we'll see how that winds up. But uh, as the translations have gone on, they seem to have gotten better and better. Um, so... I'm i de- I'm definitely curious. This is a day one purchase for me. Uh the Final oh. Fantasy IV Pixel Remaster was also a day one purchase. Um can't wait to give him a go. Yep. Uh Jeff, i, I you said you've had some
1: time, but I, I don't like you said you were um I am caught um, playing up playing some games. I am caught How up. Are you? You are caught Mando up Mando okay. and I, I, Boba Fett. Didn't know, didn't know.
0: Mando so you... and Boba Fett caught up. I haven't watched today's Boba Fett yet.
1: Oh, but I almost,
0: not but I almost stayed up till midnight last night. Like, midnight hit, and I'm like, should I? No, I should go to bed. <laughs>
1: like I, that, that was my, my, all right, I got I got nothing to do for lunch. Yep. Let's watch this. Um, but, yeah, uh, so if you haven't watched it, we're not going to talk about it. But uh, the Book of Fett concluded. And uh, I really enjoyed the first two seasons of Mandalorian. Yes. I thought they were a great direction for Star Wars stuff to go instead of the overtop, you know, um, lightsaber fighting and everything like that and over the top duels, it kind of felt more Western and Samurai-esque, kind of a mixture of both back to its roots. Boba Fett was a little slow at the beginning, but I still liked it in the end. Yeah, it, it, it's it's starting to feel more like a cohesive universe again. Yeah, kind of like how the Mar what Disney was doing with Marvel, and uh, so they're like, look, here's this whole big world, and yeah. we're we can now start tying characters from from the original from animated series, which was awesome, by the way, uh, for the Boba Fett the last episode. Um, by the way,
0: we're not gonna give any spoilers for the last episode because I will literally murder John.
1: I'm not talking about, I'm talking <laughs> last, week's <laughs> yes, episode, okay. last week's episode. Last week's episode. Not the last one So I'm looking forward. I originally was not looking forward to this series. The Obi, we're talking right now is the next installment of Star Wars is the Obi-Wan series. Yes. Which is just got announced, debuting May 25th. Yes. So Three months, a little over three months, we'll have to wait. But still, that's mm-hmm. fine. They did such a good job, I think, on the past three seasons. I am now looking forward to this. Yes, I think. Yeah. So
0: I was looking forward to it when I heard they they recast Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. Um, because they. Over the years, they have pushed back against... And and it's not that even Obi-Wan's performance wasn't good in the prequels. It was. Liam Neeson's portrayal of of Qui-Gon was quite good. Um, It was the choices made with directorially how their characters were portrayed and what direction they wanted to take them. Um, Hayden wanted Anakin... Anakin to be showing signs of I'm a little bit evil. I'm, I'm slanting that way. I I'm, I'm a little bit reckless or I'm a little bit, you know, whatever. Um, and what we got was, uh, you know, a coming of age, angsty teenager story starring Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hayden spoke years later and said, I hated it. Like I, I tried to do so much more with the character, but You know, George was so insistent on this is the way I wrote him and this is the way he's going to be. And apparently George doesn't understand teenagers. Uh, (laughs) um, And so what we got in the prequels was what we got. And what we got in the sequel trilogy was kind of what we got. Uh, And I said of the sequel trilogy, the problem with it is there wasn't one person who was overseeing it uh, creative and and story and narrative direction of it. It was, here, you want to direct a Star Wars? Yeah, go go have fun with that. And it's like, well, we're writing three movies, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but you can just do this one and then we'll we'll sign someone else. Oh, you're going to give them the, the story, the continuation of it. No, we're going to let them no. write chapter two. Okay, but what about all the stuff I set up in chapter one? Well, they might use it, they might not. Okay, but you're going to bring me back for chapter three, right? Well, yeah, but... <laughs>
1: Well, I don't even think they were like, "You're gonna bring me back." It was the guy messed up so bad at chapter two. I, I think we kind of need you back, but um, you don't get a hundred percent creative, you know, writing. Right. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Even in, well, the you know, we, we struck we out, out so
0: we struck out so poorly on the first two. Uh, why don't we bring back an old favorite, an Emperor Palpatine?
1: Yes. Oh gosh. Well, uh, what was it J.J. Abrams didn't didn't write? Mm-hmm uh the first one he just directed it mm-hmm. and then I believe he insisted he be part writer on the last one yeah and his he I think he's a good director mm-hmm. his writing not so much it's like okay yeah it's not it's not as good as his directing yeah and so um the the hey let's do some fan service and bring back Palpatine and all this like, mm-hmm. uh and, and all he did was the exact same thing the director of Number Two did was let's scratch this off of his storyline and let's yeah. scratch that off of that and it was just like this doesn't make anything good. Yeah. But uh,
0: Wait, how many different love triangles did they try to establish and none of them worked? Yeah. I know. Uh, like I, I seriously lost count of the the Twitter pated looks that the characters would give each other. <laughs>
1: well at least it's better than um there was there was a love story in picard <laughs> it was that the uh uh what was the engineer's name or the 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 girl and her Gosh. her daughter
0: oh yeah yeah
1: uh, oh, Raffy. Like that episode raffi raffi yeah. and then at the end like raffi and seven and iron are a couple's like wait when, when did this happen yeah what happened to chakotay yeah <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, I don't know who I, I am I, anymore. I was like, I, I don't care about. I I want to know why. Mm-hmm. What happened? What was the connection? They like didn't even talk to each right. other, right? <laughs> Where is like, this
0: coming from? Like, like in one scene, Raffi got really drunk, and then and then everyone almost died, and then they flash back to the bridge and they're embracing hands. It's like, what? what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I don't care, right? But how did that happen? Right. I, I I want to know that. <laughs>
1: How did you get here? So. Yeah. But we do have one more piece of really good news. And the funny thing is, is I looked this up. So. Um. <laughs>
0: sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, okay. The net guy sends over $10. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, $10 uh, for you to film asking Rhett tomorrow to turn in his TPS reports and be totally serious and act upset about it.
1: <laughs> See, that's what you could start doing for shorts or like you and Rhett in the office.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and film it office style.
1: Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. You know, have Rhett sitting down on the couch and, you know, well, I, I don't even know what I do here. <laughs>
1: yeah. What do I do? Jeff just runs everything. I mean, if you tell him something, I just go get him. I just, yeah, I just grabbed a beer out of a fridge and poured for him. That's what I do. Yep. Sometimes I give him a Bud Light. He doesn't even notice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think he can taste it. I think I am a great boss, a fantastic (laughs) boss. Uh, In fact, everyone here loves me. I mean we really are just one big family
1: one big family like it's so much so there's we all spend time in one bedroom (laughs) (laughs) they really do love me there's even a portrait of us above the fireplace (laughs) (laughs) um then i I hold uh, up the
0: number one boss cup
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, some special news as of today as well. Mm-hmm. Not including just the Final Fantasy thing to go geeky about.
0: Yes, but, but one good of the- news, everyone!
1: Good news, everyone! We're back!
0: I'm Four still technically time. alive!
1: <laughs> um, Futurama was announced today. A yes. revival uh, of 20 episodes on Hulu. Yes we are getting a little more of our favorite futuristic year 3022. Yes. Or 23.
0: Yep. Uh, So, so far, we have a good chunk of the original cast signed on and ready to go. Uh, That includes Billy West, voices of uh, Fry, Zoidberg, Professor, many, many other characters. Katie Segal as Leela, Tress McNeil as, I believe, Amy. Uh, Maurice LaMarche, who is a lot of the uh, alternative characters. So he is Hedonism Bot and Morbo and Calculon.
1: I think he's like Scruffy too. Right. Um, Yeah, all those. Yeah. Uh,
0: Lauren Tom, uh, Phil Lamar, uh, who is uh, Hermes, Uh, David Herma. Uh, John DiMaggio, the voice of Bender. Not yet confirmed.
1: Not yet confirmed. Now that that's still right. There's still a light in the the tunnel there too, because they're they they're saying, Hey, invitation is completely open. We want you to be back. Um, you still work with Matt uh um on the what was it called? The Netflix one, the super Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Yeah. So he works with that. Yep. Uh so far still seems to have a great relationship. <laughs> Don't see why he wouldn't come back. Right. You know, maybe he just might want, I don't know, a bigger pay raise or, or something. Who, who knows? Who knows? But what was funny is... All we know is that
0: he's not signed yet. I don't know that he's yeah. been offered and declined. I don't know that they're not just negotiating. I don't know his agent just hasn't responded. Or All we know is the rest of the actors, voice actors, are officially signed up for it. John DiMaggio is thus far absent and uh the studio has actually said that Bender will be part of the next uh uh chapter of Futurama. And if John DiMaggio doesn't get on board that the role will be recast.
1: Yeah. I'm sure they would they would get someone who sounds like him. I don't think they're going to do like a uh let's make him sound completely different and give him a different voice box. You know, I, I don't think that. I think they're going to try to do something like cheap Disney uh, movies of old. Yeah. To where they're like, let's cast someone that sounds just like him uh, mm-hmm. type of thing. When they Featuring like Gilbert
0: Gottfried as the Affleck duck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be the new voice like of Affleck. Of wait, wait, you can do the Gilbert Gottfried voice? Yeah, let's just go ahead and yeah. do that. Because screw Gilbert <laughs> Gottfried.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah this is cool so futurama the when it got renewed i think so it it ran from 99 originally to 2003 yeah then it got picked up 2008
0: something like that
1: and then well they had a series
0: of movies that they yeah
1: and then and then i what did the last episode i think i saw it said 2013. uh yeah that's when it when it ended, so that would be like, there's a bunch of ten year gaps of this show.
0: Right. Uh so originally produced from on Fox from 99 to 2003. Comedy Central picked it up in 2008 and ran it till 2013.
1: Yep. Um. And then it's getting picked up by
0: Hulu. Yes. At 23. Sorry, Tress McNeil is uh, is mom, and. Uh, uh lauren tom is amy wong i i oh, okay. i flipped those but yeah sorry just wanted to correct that real quick
1: so what's super exciting i mean how many jokes do we talk about how many references one-liners are on the discord the the gifts we use are bender fry the professor um everything nerd stuff is a lot of future do, you know
0: do you know how many emotes that I have that are Futurama on, on yeah, my Discord server.
1: Exactly. It's it's if you are a nerd in this time of day, you know what Futurama is. Yep. Um you know Pop- you know you what are, this
0: is. You know why you're here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get more um Zach again. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> uh really quick, what's one of your favorite Futurama quotes? Let's just go through some of them
1: oh man uh, uh like first one that pops
0: uh, into your head when i say that
1: oh gosh well that was the good news everyone yeah um I do you put me on the spot what's yours you uh doing...
0: one of my the... one of my favorite one-liners is from scruffy uh and and i'm, I'm not the janitor yeah <laughs> who's that i'm scruffy the janitor uh is uh uh zoidberg is walking away and Scruffy goes, wow, I've never seen him so down or ever before. <laughs>
1: it just. Well, that was the box episode where the two Zoidbergs are doing the box. And it's like, all hail Zoidberg in the box. Zoidberg caresses the box. <laughs> uh, there was a, there's a lot of good ones, man. Now I'm all in the
0: spot. Mm-hmm. In the game of chess, you must never let your opponent see your pieces.
1: I remember. So this is back, you know, with dial-up. I remember when Futurama first came out in '99, and downloading WAV files, you know, (laughs) so
0: low the sound boards. Whalers on the Moon
1: is one of my, (laughs) is one of my favorite. I'll still like randomly sing that we're whalers on the moon we carry a harpoon it's <laughs> like i don't know why and my wife just rolls her god eyes dang it said.
0: crushinator
1: <laughs> crushinator <laughs> you, 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 a woman like that you, you have to uh, finagle for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh uh Kip, tell the men i have made it with a woman <laughs> <laughs>
0: Show them my metal, Kiff. He he rented it with his tax refund.
1: (laughs) Snoo, snoo. Death by Snoo, snoo. That's that. I mean, that gif alone right there is used on our Discord so much. Yes. (laughs) Uh, In the chat, in the chat, what is your guys' favorite Futurama quote or one of your favorites? Let us know um hey also if you're on this far so long if you haven't hit that, do bike, a flip then... <laughs> <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> perfect
1: why not cyber
2: <laughs> uh,
1: all right you,
0: you spend a lifetime carving a big a guy's big toe you're gonna remember him <laughs> <laughs> remember me uh. Tangled up Christmas lights. We can take shifts untangling them. Unlabeled booze, wide bottle or wide mouth even. Wide (laughs) mouth even.
1: Yeah. The suit was ugly.
0: Whale biologist. (laughs) The loot, the loot, the loot is on fire. Yeah. Yeah, how's my, my Richard T. Nixon? Oh yeah. How's the family, Morbo? Belligerent and numerous.
1: Uh, at any rate,
0: I wouldn't harm the child.
1: <laughs> Every, any basically anything hedonism bot ever says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So.
0: I I love that Hedonism Bot is basically John Belushi in, in aluminum skin. <laughs> He's just John Belushi as Caesar. Nice. She, nice. She's built like a not stakeout she handles like a bistro. <laughs> There's not an eatery built I can't fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lila, so, we've met before, have we not?
1: Yeah.
0: And when we met, did you have sex with anyone? <laughs>
1: so looking looking forward to that looking super happy for that i hope i hope all of the original cast comes back yes i really do
0: what makes a man turn neutral kiff lust for gold power or was his or was he just born with a heart full of neutrality um i will destroy so- you morbo oh yes <laughs> windmills do not work that way that's my favorite if I had, yeah. if I had to pick a favorite, Omicron that's
1: Percy. I ate. Yeah, <laughs> I am Lord of Omokrau Percy. I ate human horn. Uh.
0: <laughs> that was a close one, but I pulled it out. That just like in the movie theater. Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so Matt Gronin and <laughs> David Cohen are both coming back for as the original creators. Yes. Um, I don't know who. Uh, I don't remember if they actually both came back for the Comedy Central. I don't think Matt Ronin came back for the original, for the Comedy Central. Uh,
0: is gave is them. Kiff back? Yes, Kiff is played by uh, Maurice LaMarche. So.
1: Uh, more oil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Super ch- Uh Denver, uh, I'm meeting you halfway, you filthy hippies. Hey, hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You see, killbots have a preset kill limit. I sent wave, so of, I w- wave, wave of after waves. wave of my own men at them.
1: <laughs> I'll probably end up watching future
0: I could do this all night and I probably will now that I've started. So uh, join us in the after party.
1: That's right.
0: Join the Patreon, gets you into the Discord server, only a dollar at a minimum. Uh, and it really is a lot of fun. Thank you all so much for watching episode 222 of Talking Heads every Wednesday night here on Craft Computing. Make sure to like this video if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to Craft Computing. If you like the beer content on on this channel, check out John's channel over at Hops and Brews. Link is also down below. Follow us on Twitter, Craft Computing, at Hops and Brews, just like the names right above us say. Uh, John, any closing thoughts? Any any good of the order? Things you want to pimp?
1: Ugh. I was trying to think of something from Futurama and I can't know.
0: I, I was trying to lead you there with a Bender pimp quote.
1: Oh but, God, uh, shut up, baby, I know. <laughs> Bender, That's we love favorite. you. <laughs> I, I use that on my wife all the time. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs> if I don't survive, tell my wife, hello. Uh,
1: I, can't I have
0: no strong opinions one way or the other. Or the other. <laughs> yes. What is this, wuv? <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, Alright. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll be here next week, whether you like it or not. And until then, uh, thanks for all the fish. <laughs> How else am I going to sign? <laughs>
1: Alright, guys. See you later. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: the stream there it is
1: there it is okay
0: i opened up too many windows good night everyone